Hi there and welcome to the proper debut edition of Funny Old Game Podcast um, with me, Stuart, and my co-host. Stephen, how are you all? Hi there, Stephen. On this pod, we've a wee roundup for you and um, we're looking forward to looking at the League Cup, who's through to the last 16. Um, we'll also discuss the opening day fixtures, who's playing who, um, Hibs moaning again, this time about fixtures regarding the Edinburgh Derby. We'll look at major transfers around Europe, any other European news, and a wee goodbye at the end. So in part one of the pod, we're going to look at the League Cup and a wee roundup of the results from today. Um, was there any results, Stephen, that sat, uh, looked out to you like a, a major shock? I don't think there was really any. It was a, a major shock today. I, think it was I wouldn't say the result of who won was a major shock, but the 7 nothing emphatic victory for Ross County today was something I don't think I expected from... Aye, they absolutely Rosco. smashed. It was at East Fife that smashed. East Fife, yeah. It was crazy. Um, I think it was nine each jumped about the... Uh, Around about the fortieth minute or something like that, I think. Oh, sorry, twenty six. I but twenty six minute. I think the first one was, um, and it absolutely destroyed these five seven nine. There was a couple of big results. We haven't done D right. Uh, so I done D one, but five one is five well. one. Yeah. Um, I think so, another good result was a both winning two nothing at home. Like I think the Dick, Dick Campbell train rolls on. Yeah, they're going to continue with their their success from last season. Fair enough to fail the last huddle last season, but hopefully they'll be able to take that form from last season to this season and they'll make the they'll qualify and they'll win the league this season Defin- hopefully definitely I think these league cup games are good um, build up a confidence for teams yeah good tester for them um, so a couple of big teams obviously have slipped up and took it a wee bit not as good as they should be like St Johnston and Hibs and St Murn know that but um, it looks like some the bigger teams especially today in the fixtures today have actually put a bit of effort in for a change absolutely <laughs> Another good result, just for it was a don't get me wrong, it was a draw, it was a one each draw, but Cove Rangers away to um, Inverness County Thistle, I think that's a good test for Cove because Aye. they're now in a, they're in the championship this season, they're going to be playing bigger teams than they're probably used to playing, so being able to get a one each draw away at Inverness is just a it's a good tester for them. For the start of the season, definitely because obviously Cove for, uh, back as you said any championship this season mm. it will be a good test. They've got some, um, decent players, uh, in their squad. Cove as we've said in the last pod, they've spent a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, the players like Shea Logan, remember Shea Logan? Oh uh, yeah, right back. Uh, Rory McAllister, the goal machine for yeah. Heat. Great player. <laughs> I think he's actually a plumber as a tradesman. Yeah. So he is. He's never, from what I believe, he's never wanted to go professional because he makes enough money he as a tradesman. He makes enough money, I go and bring it. Uh, they've also got Fraser Fivey, he was a decent guy. He went for decent player. money from Aberdeen yeah. at one point. So I think you're right, Cove. Uh, it's a good test for them uh, in Vernes. Um, so there's a few teams that are, are through the last 16. Obviously the teams that are in Europe, they've, they'll join in like Celtic, Rangers, Hearts. Um, Motherwell and Dundee United and yeah. all that will, will join into the last yeah, group. Yeah. The draw is actually this is recording Saturday, so the draw is tomorrow after the Aberdeen game. Um, so there were some good teams in there. Obviously, we said Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, uh, Aberdeen, of course, qualified. Aaron, who topped our group, Aaron's name's on the cup. Uh, but Aaron undefeated. Undefeated. I think they won maybe three penalty shoots. 
So they did, um, so over very time Scotland get to a, a playoff or need a shootout just then yeah, getting players. Yeah, right, <laughs> they yeah. done well. Um, so I, I said, I broke. Livingston, I think, are through as well. Yeah. And Dundee, I've sort of really won 5 1. So some pretty decent teams in the League Cup. Do you think, apart from your usual suspects, Rangers and Celtic, do you think like Hearts or Hibs are that? Take, well, Hibs are out, obviously, they kind of take it seriously. They've absolutely, as I say, Hibs it. Um, we'll talk a bit more about them later on, but they're moaning. Um, but do you think there's a, a team, apart from Rangers Celtic, who can make the Aviv Cup run this year? Hearts. Hearts. Yeah, Hearts are a good team. Uh, Dundee United as well, we were saying in another podcast, they've got a good strike force this season. Um, Stephen Fletcher up front um, with Tony Watt. Uh, Tony Watt. That's goals. We need goals and League Cups and it's a one-off game. Aye. Um, every Cup game. So, I would say Hearts would have a good showing Aye. in both of the Cups this season. Um, I know even their, um, I think he's the director of football, Joe, Sha- Joe Savage, has come out and said that he expects to I win the Premier League. He wants to go for the Premier League. I think, Which, I think that's what clubs have got to do. I think some clubs just because when you're Celtic riches are, yeah. are so advanced they think oh, third is place is, a, is the best way to be you should be trying to compete with the two teams yeah. I remember when Hearts remember Hearts under Romanoff and George Bowles yeah, manager George Bowley, yeah. spending a manager they were ten, their ten, first 10 games I think they won the league, league, I think they were talking about the league, league. Yeah. <laughs> and George Bowley gets sacked <laughs> so he did um, so, as, as you say the boy from Hearts has made a a good comment. It's a good. I think Ron Gordon as well for the Hearts the Hibs chairman. He I think he previously may say to took over Hibs was he wanted to make a challenge to the um, Rangers and Celtic. Yeah. Needs to obviously sort out who's going to have the manager and he's had yeah. this is his third appointment as manager. Um, Johnson is manager now. So I think, I say Hearts. I think Hearts could could be a shout for the cup as well. Um, apart from Rangers and Celtic. Aberdeen, Aberdeen are making a good shot, a good fist eight under John Goodwin. They've made some good signs. He's a he's a quite a, a problem to look at manager. They've spent a bit of money as well, so I think Aberdeen might because the League Cup's a good cup for teams outside the old firm, I think they yeah. win. Um Scottish Cup's a wee bit harder, I think because the League Cup is finals like before the start of the turn of the year. So yeah. it's like a quite a, a quick competition. So if you get uh, Celtic Rangers if you get them the, the Cups they could be having a bad day or they could be just a play out of Europe yeah it's a one I'd say the one half game you can put them out so you can um, so that was probably the League Cup round up there um, well obviously the draw is tomorrow so we'll know more tomorrow who gets who and you'll swap them maybe some tasty ties in there maybe an old firm game in there we never know um, you might see Annan maybe wait uh, one of the old firm or Annan away to Hearts or Partick. Yeah. Um, or somebody may have to go and visit the Fable Plastic Pitch at Livingston. So we'll look at that in the next part. Uh, so that's the end of part one. Now we're going to look at the Cinch Premier League's opening day fixtures. Um, I'll do a wee rundown of who's playing who. So the first actual game of the day will be on Saturday, the 30th of July, and it's actually Livingston at home to Rangers, which will be live on Sky Sports at 12 o'clock. Um, that is the opening day fixture of the gate of the league season. Also on that day, you've got Hearts at home to Ross County. You've got Kilmarnock at home to Dundee United. St Johnson at home to Hibernian. 
and the last one there is Simmering at home to Motherwell. The Champions Celtic, they don't play till Sunday and that is against Aberdeen at Parkhead and that is a half four kickoff. There's a bit of a, a, a moan here because the Champions are not playing on the Saturday and Rangers are playing Livingston as the first game of the season. What do you think of that, Steve? I don't understand that. Like First game of the season should always be the Champions and the fact that there's a TV game on the Saturday mm. and it's not the Champions. Why why don't you just play the ah, yeah. the Champions the Celtics game ah, yeah, on the Saturday and then give Rangers the Sunday game? I don't understand it myself. I don't know why they've got especially the Celtic game on Sunday is a half four kickoff, which is a weird time. Um, I don't know if there's maybe an English game on. Um, I don't know if there's maybe a, the I think a community shield is actually. Yeah. Playing that day, so that's probably maybe an earlier kickoff. Yeah. So they're trying to try Sky. As, as we know with Sky, Sky puts Scottish football second, sometimes yeah. third in their list. Um, it seems sometimes a burden that we're on their TV. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the fixtures, apart from the the old firm games, is there any other fixtures that stand out you think could be a, a tough start? Well, I think the Hearts versus Ross County. In the opening game, um, will be quite an interesting game, especially with Ross County coming coming off of a seven nothing victory today. If they take that momentum against Hearts, Hearts are obviously they're looking to finish higher than they finished this season, up sorry last season, um, and Ross County are going to come off of a, a 7 nothing victory I think he's going to have a lot of confidence against a, a, a good Hearts team so it'll be good to see how that ends up what about yourself Stuart? Myself I'm looking at the well we talked about the first part there how Hibs are a wee bit are kind of unhappy with how the fixtures have been released so they're away at St Johnston on the first game of the season I don't think the dogs will put much of a fight up with them. Yeah. Hibs have struggled. I don't know what's happened with them. Yeah. They've, uh, they've put themselves out of the League Cup. They were out of the League Cup before and then the, the Rocky Bashiri incident happened where they played him in the Shunilf. And their chairman, Ron Gordon, has come out and he's unhappy that the first two home fixtures for them this season are Hearts and Rangers. He's saying, why would the Edinburgh Derby... He's got a, quite got a point. Why yeah. is the Edinburgh Derby the first One game of the games. season? You wouldn't do that with Old Firm. You wouldn't do that with like, the Manchester Derby or anything yeah. like that in the world. I think they're getting construction work done in the stadium as well. So I don't really? know if that's maybe affected. They're thinking maybe they won't get as many people in. Or it's just it's just finishing before the Hearts game. Right. Um, as I said, it says it might affect season ticket holders. Right. I don't get what he means by that. I don't mean I think people think, oh, well, that's a big game out the way already. So they might not do that. So I don't, I don't know if that would affect because he was moaning about the game. So we'll see um, what will happen there. So I think that's, that's the fixtures there looking at them. There's some interesting games. Obviously, the old firm games, Livingston. I think Rangers are away at Livingston. I know we're going to talk about old firm now. Livingston are away at Rangers. That is a tough game. The old firm always struggle at yeah. Livingston. The plastic pitch. Uh, David Martindale has got that team playing. He just plays very well. They play well in that game. Yeah. Um, Rangers and Celtic both struggle. Yeah. And again, it's the first game of the season. Anything can happen. Rangers have looked good in, in their pre-season games so far um, with the new signings. 
But again, they'll be preparing for this and obviously Champions League qualifiers, so yeah. that'll be tough. Yeah. Celtic on a Sunday, they're raising a the flag, 60,000 at Parkhead. You expect them to absolutely destroy Aberdeen. Aberdeen, yeah, Aberdeen I said, Aberdeen look good. Yeah. So they have they have looked good, but when it's those kind of games, you expect the team who's won the league first oh, yeah. game of season at home absolutely. just to absolutely destroy teams. Absolutely. But I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say Aberdeen will struggle this season. I think Jim Goodwin's built a good team. They'll bring one or two more in. Yeah. So I think they'll do actually well. But, but this game, I think, just because it's the first game of the season, Celtic at home, I would take them as a win. Just a wee question for you as well, Stephen. We're, we're looking at SPL fixtures from that. Is there any player who, who do you think, who's your money be on to be top goal scorer this season? But all the uh, players, think that maybe the like, Colag can brought in like Jota. I've not really thought about it to be honest with you. Or, or yeah. uh, for Celtic, or do you think one of the other, like Shanklin, who's obviously just signed for Hearts, so, could be a good shout? Well, d- uh, today, Shanklin, uh, well, Hearts are playing in a friendly today uh, against Stoke, and as far as I believe, Shanklin has got two goals. I, I don't, Shanklin's another player which I've never really understood why he's never went bigger than where he's been to. Hearts is potentially the biggest team he's been at. It's just to me, Dundee well, fans will be, will be happy with that comment. But, but he, he's, <laughs> he, he a player who always looks promising. Always looks like he's going to give you goals. I just don't I, know why he's never been. I think, I think with Shanklin, he's a he was good at air. Scored mm-hmm. a lot of goals in the championship. Yeah. When he went to the Premier League, he never really hit fire. Yeah. Um, he, he never had a consistently good season. We were scoring. Like 15 20 goals, which he was, he was scoring for five in the championship, yeah. so he was, yeah. So maybe that's why. But he's also went abroad, he was a Belgian, he was he's come back. He might be more mature now. As you see, he kicked off his heart's career with two goals there against Stoke. He might be a good shout for you've seen a lot of players doing it throughout the years who have, are not all firm players or one top goal scorer, yeah. Um, Regan Charles could be talked about last time, done well. Um, I think Bo- um, Boyce who played for Hib- uh, for Hearts one, yeah, he's, he's won top goal score before yeah. um, my shout I think if you look at I think Jackie Marcus for Celtic was a good shout again I think he's a proper number 9 striker yeah. um, he, done with, he struggled at the start of last season he came into a game and yeah, played, played really well obviously you get Kolak and Alf- uh, Alfredo Morales at Rangers mm-hmm. both well Kolak looks like he's got a good goal scoring record yeah. He scored a day against Totten. Yeah. He looks like he could potentially be a good striker. Um, Relis, I think, he's never really hit, like, a 30, he's not, he's not a 30 goal season, man. No. He's sometimes, I don't like because there's nobody really else they can, he's either relying on him too much. They do. So, do. Yeah. I think sometimes Celtic have got more options in yeah, that, in that absolutely. area. Absolutely. Um, but I think I think it's a good shout with Shanklin. I think he, Shanklin, Yagamagas, or Kolak is a, I would say is a, probably your top three options um, for the transfers there. Is there any other news you would like to discuss in Scottish football at the moment? Well, just outside of the um, the Premiership opening fixtures, who do you? Is there any fixture that kind of stands out to you on the opening day? In the rest of the yeah, Scottish leagues, uh, the Championship. I've actually looked at. Uh, Cove, again we've discussed Cove earlier on the pod. Cove versus Rafe, um, Cove at home at the Balmoral Stadium. As I said before, they've, they've, they're backed by some decent money. Yeah. They've got Jim McIntyre's manager, he obviously replaced Paul Hartley. He's experienced a winning in Scotland, he's won a League Cup away in Ross County. 
Um, as we said before, they've got some decent players. Shea Logan for Aberdeen, mm-hmm. Roy McCarthy, Peter Head Legend, Fraser Fivey, former Aberdeen player, um, their captain, Mitch Megason. So they've got a good team. I think they could be a, um, have a good opening day game. Mm-hmm. Rafe, obviously, they've got Ian Murray's and his manager. They're in the mugs themselves. They had a decent season last season as well. Um, they've got some decent players like Dylan Easton, who had a great cracking. Um, Sees the Hikelty, then when he airs, he's a good, a good player at that level. So I've, I think that's a, a, an outstanding factor for that. Yourself, any, ch- any championship games yourself you're looking forward to? I've got an eye on our bros, Air. Air are at home, um, but I just feel as if our bros can take the momentum of last season and do it this season. I think that they can top the league Aye. this season. They've got a, a very good team. It's Dick Campbell. Just he's Aye. a very good man manager. Um, he can. The players are the players are playing out their skin for him, Aye. and that's what you need in a championship. You need the passion and the, the and the want to the, actually. The days you like like Tom Dickens, Dickens podcast, but <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a good. Yeah, no, he's he's done he's done really well. I mean, that's he's one of the person managers there for years. So yeah. he's like he built, he's built base like I think he went for League Two. Mm-hmm. Nearly getting the Premier League last season, I think that's a good, a good shout. Is there any other games you've got down, like for the lower leagues you'd like to discuss for the opening day games? Similarly to the Cold Rangers um, game, I've, I've got an eye on Kilty Hearts against FC Edinburgh. It's a, a step up for Kilty, um, if they've just come up from League 2 last season. Um, I was surprised with Kilty that Kevin Thompson left them. That's a weird one, isn't it? Uh huh. And I don't even think he's got another management no, job. I think, like, listen, I was, he was doing commentary for a game. I can't remember what, the, what game it was. And he was actually talking about it. And it seemed like he was going for, he was getting a job. Yeah. And he was Dundee or something like he was going for. And he never got it. He's still looking for one. So I don't really, I don't understand why he's left yeah. Kelly, which seems like a, a good job to have. Yeah. They're in, obviously, reported into League One. You've got a chance of getting a championship. To, so I don't see why you've left. To not, to not get another to job. To not have a guaranteed job, definitely. But I feel that this the step up for Kelty could be huge now that they've, they've, they don't have the same management team behind them that encouraged no, them. I think the, the manager, John Potter, now, he's yeah. used to play for Dunfermline and that. So I, think they've, um, I think you're right. They've still got good players, like Jamie Barjonis and that. Yeah. They've still got a decent squad. So they have... Um, Kelty have seen... They've had good managers in the years, obviously, like Kevin Thompson... Barry Ferguson was there for a while and you had Tam Quartz who's yeah. going for Dunny Eight, Dunny Eight, Dunny Eight. He's in the eye. So that's a good shout. Um, what about you, sir? I've went, my, my other pick, apart, I have got Kelty Edinburgh as one of mine as well. But I've actually went for League Two, we talked about it in the first podcast as well. Bonnie and like, uh, Rose at home to Forfa at the New Dundas Park. Um, I don't really know a lot about what. Uh, Bonnie Rig myself, I'm actually looking a wee bit into them. I've seen their manager, a guy called Robbie Horn, which is a great name. So he is an absolute great name. He's a used to manage Berwick Rangers. Um, again, I think that'll be a standout for them. First time in the, the proper uh, uh, Scottish leagues. Uh, yeah, it will be. They should be packed to the rafters. They were playing Morton today, what was they scored? They could beat 3-1. 3-1, aye. They could beat 3-1 at Capital. But again, that's the that's the Morton are, well, are struggling this season with yeah. big players. But again, that's two leagues up for them. But it's again, it's probably a good 
showing for uh, it's a good it's a good uh, outing for them it's good for their fans to get to go to these grounds like Capo and that yeah. cause, um, obviously they're, they're used to like lower league and all that so again Bonner they really came to forfer so again I think that'll be a good that'll be a good packed out so I wouldn't be surprised as I say, I don't really know a lot about Bonner League, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see you see some of these teams in other leagues they get promotion, promotion, promotion. I wouldn't be surprised if they got up like Kelly have done, like yeah. Cove have done, yeah. and get into League One. But a lot of teams that are in the Lowland Leagues and the Highland Leagues, arguably they're potentially better than some Aye, of the League Two teams. Money. Aye. So better players. They can, how the pyramid system is fully in place. But you're getting teams that Aye. are Aye, you, you, like, you don't really know about aye. they're going to come up and I, I think that's it's interesting and I, I said to you this season I'm really in the mood to watch crap football and by that I just mean local league football because there's a Seems lot more better. passion a lot more passion against that uh, uh, for the fans and they're just it just looks and it feels so much more interesting to watch definitely to, to back them definitely they, some things we, you're right we've got a couple of local teams right now uh, like Lulz just down the road we've got Greenwood Juniors and we could go and see I think that's a bit of a good shout actually I've got a wee bit interesting in the league I think as you say it's mere the price are good it seems like good atmosphere yeah. you can have a wee drink at a game um, round about, about the stadium isn't it? so I think yeah, that's a good shout um, so that's probably a good look at the Scottish um, games from this weekend and the fixtures coming up. Now for a wee European roundup on this on the today's podcast, we're actually going to focus on the English Premier League, the self-proclaimed best league in the world. We're going to look at their opening day fixtures for them, as we've looked at the Scottish ones. So I'll give you a wee rundown of who's playing who. We've got the Patrick Vieira Derby to start off with Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. We've got Fulham are taking on the Jorgen Club Liverpool. Bournemouth are holding uh, home to Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. Leeds United are taking on Wolves. Moneybags Newcastle are taking on the new boys of the Premier League Norton Forest. Spurs, they're at home to Southampton. We've got the Frank Lampard derby when Everton hosts Chelsea. We've got Leicester, they're home to Brentford. Man United under Den Haag, I've got uh, Brighton. And West Ham take on Manchester City in the Premier League fixtures on the opening day. Stevie, is there any fixtures that I think oft that looks an absolute belter to start off with? Well, Palace and Arsenal will be a good game. Um, Arsenal are not the team they used to be. Palace are quite a... Being at home, it'll be quite a formidable force. Uh, at home, so I think it'll be a really good game. I'm pretty sure that's the first game. I think that's on the Friday night. Yeah, I think they're playing... Fight. I think that's what happened to Arsenal last season. They yeah. played Brentford away and get absolutely hammered. I think you're right with the Crystal Palace-Arsenal game, but a decent game, I think. Um, Arsenal have obviously made some decent signs. I think Gabriel Jesus is on so the fire. Yeah. Recently, obviously, um, Crystal Palace have lost Gallagher, who's went back to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to get him in a permanent contract. Um, that looks like a decent one there as well, definitely. Um, any thoughts on the Fulham-Liverpool game? 
No, but I think you may have some thoughts on it. As I've said in the first podcast, our sports spot for Liverpool, I think Fulham will just be what they usually do this season and they'll just bounce back down again. Yeah, I think Fulham will go down. Um, Liverpool, they've got, they've got, as I said before, they've got a community shield game against Man City on the 30th of July before these games, so I think that'll be a good Liverpool victory. Um, any other fixtures you think what about Newcastle do you think they'll start off with it's a tough game against Forest I think Nottingham Forest will want to show that they belong in um, the Premiership and Premier League but Newcastle will want to again prove that they can be a top 7 team can be the next Man City aye. and I just I think a bigger game but I feel that Newcastle will need to prove and they'll need to win that game. Forest again will want to prove that they can host and host these big teams. I wonder how many times will they'll mention Brian Clough in that game in the commentary. Once or twice. Once or twice every ten minutes. So and that'll be a that'll be a good game. I hope not to force stay up. I I like to see them in the Premier League. Um they've not been in the Premier League for over twenty years, I think mm-hmm. ninety nine last time they were in the Premier League. Um, that's what could win. Obviously, we've got Spurs against Southampton. We've just seen Spurs beating Rangers 2 1. Harry came with two decent goals there. Yeah. As I said before in the last podcast, after them, we started courses. I think they'll be, they'll do well this season. I think Southampton might actually go down. I don't see them doing much. I'm surprised James Bob Prowse is still there at their club. Um, I think they're trying to sign a few players um, from, I think they're trying to sign a boy, Delap. From Man City, okay. Uh, young boy Liam Delap, yeah, sixteen million for a boy who's played three games or something like that. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, and also you get the Frank Lampard derby, Everton Chelsea. I think Everton again. I don't see Frank Lampard lasting the season. I don't. I just don't rate him as a manager. They struggled last season. They've lost with Chelsea. Now. I just don't see where. I think he'll he'll get to maybe Christmas. I don't think Everton fans will give him much. But Frank Lampard came into Everton last season, halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his team. I don't really know if they've made any massive changes this season and signing wise. I know they've um they've lost uh Rick Alvison to Tottenham. I don't know if they've bought anyone in to replace him. No Frank Lampard did okay, in my opinion, at Chelsea when they had no budget. When the AI was under no pressure, yeah, basically to succeed, I think you're right. Um, I just don't see. I, I think he's been given the job on name. Yeah, he done all right at Derby, but he never. I think he got to playoffs and he spent a lot of money. That's what kind of, kind of mucked him up. Yeah, with their finances, he done all right at Chelsea, and then the first season, I said when they had when they had name money, when they had the transfer embargo, they're mm-hmm. playing like Mason Mount and that, and yeah, the kids, and uh, James and all that. But I think Ross and Charles and them, that was their talisman at Everton. Yeah. I think they'll struggle. They've also still got players like Calvert Lewin at their team. Anthony Gordon, he's staying. He's not going to Newcastle, so. But I still think they'll struggle. They are, last couple of games there, Man United, I think, at Brighton. Uh, I think we spoke about the first podcast, Ten Hag. I think, again, it'll take a, a wee bit of time. Take my Some of the friendly games, I've seen them. They're playing some decent football. Yeah. But again, it's a it's a long hard season with Man United and you just hope that they 
Because I remember back when I was younger, same before by yourself, my United were the biggest team the in the world. The best team, biggest team in the world. I mean, you, you, you could buy them off your 1-11 with yeah. my United. They were like Schmeichel, Nevels, Keane, Scholes, Giggs, Beckham, Andy Cole, Dwight York. That was your team. Yeah. That was like who you thought about. They've obviously, since Alex Ferguson left in 2013, they've went for manager and manager and manager. They've struggled. Uh, in the last game, you've got West Ham, Haim in Manchester City. West Ham, I think, I think last season, they've done really well, but I think they've maybe overachieved. Yeah, I don't think they'll get to that again this season. I don't think they'll do it again. I, it'll be tough again. As I say, the Premier League, every team's got money. Yeah. So every team's got to spend more money this season. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you can, you can go from like finishing 5th or 6th in the league to finishing 13th, 14th. Yeah. And you've probably spent a good bit of money. Yeah. Just depends. As I spoke about my city before, you said you were your pick for to win the league. Win the league, absolutely. And they've got Haaland. It's like a cheat code. Mm. They're taking the piss now, so yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think Guardiola for me, Premier League. I you want to win the Premier League, but he's got to win a Champions League. Got to win a Champions League for me. I think once he wins that, he might out be him. He might go somewhere else and yeah. try somewhere new. He's not managing Italy yet. He's done obviously Spain and Germany and England. Mm-hmm. Italy's the other one. I think Ancelotti's only manager, excuse me, who's won the top five leagues. Yeah. Um, I don't see a Guadalupe at PSG. I don't know. It's kind of a cup of tea. Um, in the Premier League there. Um, obviously, we've spoken about some major transfers around Europe as well. Talk about Europe. Um, we've got the European Super Cup coming up on the 10th of August. Unfortunately, Rangers are there. Um, as in Rangers beat Real Madrid last season, they started pre-season 2 once, so we could have probably beat them again. Yeah. But Real Madrid are playing Frankfurt in the Super Cup, and that's played in Helsinki. Should, it should be, I don't know. Chile. It should be Chile, aye. Chile. It'll be freezing over there. Um, we've spoken about some transfers who we've got on uh, in the last pod, but just a wee look at some of the transfers that I just went through, some big names. Um, we've got Dybala's went from UV to Roma. Three transfers left. He had that. That's a good sign for three. It is a good sign for Roma. I think um, he had become a cult figure there. Absolutely. And you said under Jose, you said they were your dark horse for maybe maybe challenging for Serie A. In Italy, yeah. They've got a a chance. We've always spoken about you, they've signed uh, Paul Pan Di Maria. I think Di Maria is a great sign by the way. He's still a good player. He was so good at PSG. It was good at Real Madrid. He done alright at Man United as well. Yeah. So he did. Um, we've got Delight, who's went for seventy odd million from Juve to Bayern. It's very unusual for Bayern to spend big, big money. money. Bank would have lost like Botang in it, and have lost um the boy. Can't remember his name. That he went to Dortmund, on a free transfer. He's a big unit. A boy, German boy. So I've lost. They've lost a couple of defensive people. So yeah. they need, need to bring some down. And they've got that, uh, but we can, the French boy. Yeah. Uh, if they bought for Leipzig, so how many did it back should be decent. Another one you've got obviously Lewandowski who's going from Bayern to Barca. Barca, we spoke about before, I've got monopoly money. money. When they are so in debt, it's unbelievable. Um, I still try to tell, at this moment, Frank Age, you want to piss after Man United, which I think is hilarious. Aye. Um, Imagine that, imagine going to buy we will you 20 million, but can you just fuck can off? Just leave, and, and just, you're not getting anywhere, you're not getting anywhere money. <laughs> Phase. That's so bizarre. Um I don't know how they're doing it. We've spoken about that. I so Lewandowski from buying at 45 million, supposedly, like 45 million euros that was supposed to be. 
Another one for the a big, for me a big transfer is another one Barcelona have signed it is Rafinha for at least for 49 million so that is 100 million nearly of 42 players 42 players when they couldn't afford to keep the best player in the world being Lionel Messi because of the amount of debt they were in so what I've read with Barcelona how they're actually getting money is they've actually sold a 15% stake in their TV rights right. for the next 25 years to a US private equity firm for over 300 million euros. Okay. So basically they're, they're front end their money, they're taking all their money now to build success, which I think is horrendous. I don't know how you can get away with doing that. I don't think it's a, a, a club, I don't think like Rangers or Celtic could do that. Well, the last they're, time... They're betting on their futures. The last time that I know a, a club that did that, that sold a lot of the rights to their shares or sorry not their shares their season tickets or Rangers the eye with the and I ended up and I um, Barcelona might end up like I don't think they will but I think they'll never go they're back too, they're too big a name yeah. even though the Bayern Munich chairman didn't want to sell them I think they didn't want to sell them Lewandowski he said they wanted to do it in they wanted to do installments mm-hmm. and he said Barcelona will be a club in two years yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so um, but it might go the same way as Leeds went I mean it's crazy how they got away with it but aye that's what we're reading is that the next 25 years they sold a 15% stake in their league of TV rights to a firm for 300 million euros is it selling? which is absolutely crazy I that, that's so that that's, how, that's how they're affording these players but yeah, how that doesn't make sense to me like, how can you sell TV rights and make so much money selling TV rights when Barcelona themselves or La Liga themselves could change how they, they don't distribute the TV 20, rates. 25 years, it's crazy. I think in Spain, I'm not too sure how the TV rates work. I think they do their own deals. Yeah. I think they don't think it's distributed like equal money between all the clubs. Yeah. So I don't think like Real Madrid, Barcelona get the same amount of money as like a Mallorca. Yeah. They, get, they, get, they go by, well, we're the biggest clubs. We're the, basically, we're the reason, we're the reason we're why we're getting TV these TV deals. deals yeah. So we want the most money. Um, so that's probably why Bar- that's how Barcelona are, are sp- buying these players but it's still I say wages to put to, I think it's still PK money as well they probably still owe Messi money to be completely honest with uh, PK's that much bankrupt uh, Shakira's left him Aye. so he's, <laughs> in, he's in a bit of a mess so as um, a couple of transfers I've noticed throughout Europe obviously we've looked at Kula Bali's went from Napoli to Chelsea and he's a great sign for Chelsea um, Thiago Silva is like 36, 37 now. Ah, he's so going he's to be slowing down, isn't he? He's um, still a good defender, but they've lost, they've lost a few players as well, Chelsea, um, to Christensen. And Christensen's went to, and Christensen's went to Barcelona as well. Ah, he has, So, yeah, so they've, 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 they've somehow afforded him as well, but that's a free transfer as well. What do you think about uh, Sterling from Man City to Chelsea? 45, 47 million quid, that was, I guess, for a pretty decent bid, pretty decent sale. It is, but I just feel that I I think Sterling gets the, the English um press brush, if you want, where he's English so he's outstanding. He's played for Liverpool, he's played for Man City and he's now playing for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I feel as if he's just Do you not rate him? No. No, no I think I, I don't. see I'm the opposite, I think he gets a bum deal, I think I think in the press especially the 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 build my wee bit. Um, I don't know if that's a, like a racial thing or what, what, that's what they claimed I think that's what the media people were saying that it was because he was spending money left, right and centre yeah. 
But he's a young player who's got away to with somebody else. I don't think there was any issues. Brian Sterling scored over, I think, over 100 Premier League goals in his career. He is a good player, I think. Maybe he's not... Pro- like, you're, if, you, if you're 90th minute in a game... You're not going to rely on him. Say England's a World Cup final. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to... Maybe you don't want Ryan Sterling running through. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't think he's going to do it. I think he's... I think he's going to be a good side for Chelsea. I don't know if he's going to be too much ingrained mm-hmm. in the way Pep Guardiola played. Yeah. Which is a completely different system in which Chelsea might be playing. Yeah. And that could happen. They might go there and not fit in. Yeah. But, um, as I say, it's, but you're... And a lot of people... Some, a lot of people don't rate him. Yeah. They don't so rate him. What I've just thought about there... I'm going to compare them. Maybe levels aren't really the same. I really, I was a really big fan of Aaron Lennon when he played for Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. I felt as if he could have been a massive success in England, for England, and just in general. How would you compare Sterling and Aaron Lennon? I think Sterling's a completely different planet from Aaron Lennon. I think I, Sterling's, Sterling's really, really good, much better, I think. Aaron Lennon was a good, a, big, a good player. He was made a winger for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, same build, mind you. Yeah. Same kind of pace, same speedy wingers. But I think, I think, it's, I think what's helped Sterling, I was just talking about there, Pet Guardo was, he's been massively he's improved on leaked and bounds. Yeah. He's, a, he's a completely different player he was at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. He was good at Liverpool. Um, and he was he would get criticised at Liverpool because he said he wanted to go and win trophies. Uh-huh. Which he's done. He's yeah, won, true. He's won... Four, I think four Premier League titles. Yeah. So you can kind of say he's went wrong. He go to Chelsea, I wouldn't be surprised if he won trophies there, and took them because mm-hmm. they they have got a good um, track record recently winning trophies themselves. True. Other mm-hmm. ones I've looked at through the transfer business, um, and that one from Man City is Calvin Phillips from Leeds for forty two million. I think that's again forty odd million for an English Premier League player. He's English. Calvin Phillips is a good player, he's obviously in England international, so he is a decent player. But I don't know where he fits in for Man City. To, again, I don't know if Fernandinho's left. Yeah. Does he replace him, or what do you think? I think I, I heard today, either today or yesterday on the radio, that um, Phillips was also linked to go to Man United. I think that's true, I But because of his connection with Leeds, he said, I'm Aye, not going to go to Man United, I'm going to go to Man City. I think, uh, I think if he went to Man United... He would have more chance of a game. Going to Man City, I think the fact that he's English is good for their um their squad. Homegrown talent. Yeah, the homegrown home talent. Home. That's the only reason why they've signed him. He's not um, going to get a game for Man, Man City. You no, know, I think what for me Rodri plays in the holding role yeah. for them. You've got I mean, I suppose they they could he could play two there, mm-hmm. Rodri and him. But they've got so many midfielders, they've got yeah. like De Bruyne, I know, I know they're different players, but Foden, um, Bernardo Silva, they've got a lot of talent, but for forty two million, he's going to obviously go there. He'll probably, he's like, he'll probably go there when a couple of, when he when he, he, he went, he will win things. He's going there definitely. So he, he, can, might he, not, he might move one game. He might not there. show a lot. He might not make many appearances, but he'll still win. Aye. Cups. And obviously a big one for Liverpool signs so five seasons. Darwin Nunes. Um, I remember seeing him again for against Rangers. They played against Europa League, and he's he's class. There's a bit of mocking when he signed. He's played a few, I think, friendlies or done training sessions, and he was skying over in bars and stadiums and hitting the woman in the stands with him. So, was, but then he went and scored four goals in a friendly there. So, 
I think he, him, Salah, um, Jota will be, and you've got uh, Luis Diaz as well, will mm-hmm. be absolutely brilliant. I think that is a great sign for them. It's a lot of money for them. Like, for me personally, I, I didn't really know who he was. Name, there's no name value for me. And they spent a lot of money on him. Aye. And I get that's now what football is. It's just money talks. And you can spend as much money as you want on any player. Never heard of this boy before in my life. It was good. That he was, he was, I think he was in Spain before. He was at Almeria. He's a Uruguayan. So he's like the next Cavani, like Suarez. He's the mm-hmm. next one to take over their, their mantle. Um, so he is... He's, he was Almeria in Spain before he went and he went to Benfica mm-hmm. and just blitzed it over there. I think it was ridiculous scoring record over there. So he'll be a good sign, I think. And obviously Liverpool have lost Manny at, Bar- at Bayern. Way Bayern. Manny's went to Bayern basically because Julius Nagelman wants to play like a fast-paced like front three. And and Lewandowski wasn't he? he was asking Lewandowski last season he would drift it left and Lewandowski wasn't happy. Uh, that's not going to be how so he wasn't. So I think Manny's a good sign for them. Um, any other European news you can think of or, or roundups or anything like that? No, I think we've covered everything. Aye, I think you're right. Um, obviously, we'll, any more transfer news come up, we'll have a wee look in the next podcast. Here we go, shoot us in the second episode. How do you think this is win for us then? Much more better than the first one. Um, definitely, a wee bit more confident. I will put it afraid. My knees are absolutely shot. Your back's totally fucked. We've never played in a football team. So I think we're probably the best pairing to do another football podcast. Definitely, mate. I think we're like football managers. Managers who think we know a hang about football, but we really don't. I was going to say the best, the most success I've ever had in football was probably taking Wrexham to the championship. <laughs> I, I think this podcast is second, definitely second in most good. I think as we go on, it will get better and better. I think it's just when we strength from strength, so it will we'll get more organised, we'll have more information. Obviously, the season will start. We'll I've got more we'll results to talk about. Yeah, more that, content so. when the season starts. Yep. Um, just a wee thing, at the end of the last podcast we asked a wee quiz question. The quiz question was, who was the first team to win the Scottish Cup? And do you know the answer, Stephen? No, why don't you tell me? It was actually, funnily enough, Queen's Park, who won it in 1873 to 1874 season. They beat a team called Clydesdale 2 in the final. Um, I don't know if anybody alive was at it. I'm doubting it. <laughs> um, so that was a quiz question. We're going to a quiz question at the end of each episode. So this one for today's episode is since we're talking about major transfers around Europe and big transfers, we're going to ask who holds the actual British transfer record and how much was it? So if you can answer that for next week uh, for next podcast. We'll see who holds the record. So I'd like to stay end, Stephen, by saying thanks for um, ha- uh, speaking to us. We'll speak next time. And I hope you have a good day, mate. All the best. See you later. Bye-bye.